The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hey, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I've got 12 quick, simple, really effective tips for you to save and make more money. And I'm going to get them done in 12 minutes or less on this podcast called Money. Uh, And this is where this and nearly 100 other episodes on money specifically are. All right. So are you ready? 12 tips to make and save money. Fast, free, effective. Let's go. So the first one is any money you owe, especially tax in the form of VAT or corp tax or personal tax or big bills, you should hive off into a separate bank account. There is nothing worse than having a current or savings account, thinking you've got a lot more than you have, therefore spending or budgeting too much. And then you have this massive bill every quarter. I should know this because I've had my biggest tax bill ever, a massive six-figure tax bill. Ah! And you know when people say, oh, but Rob, it, it just shows how much money you're making. Everyone says that and it doesn't make me feel any better. But thankfully, I put it away in a separate account so it wasn't like I felt like I lost it because that can be a bit demoralizing. Okay, the second thing is I like to spend and break notes. So tenner, break into a fiver and change. Uh, 20 quid, break into a tenner, fiver and change. And I save the fivers and I save the pounds. Now, one, this makes you feel like you've got less more money than you have. And so unconsciously motivates you to go and make more money. Two, you save more than you realise because you can put all the coins. Do you remember those huge bottles of whiskey you could have got like um, a few years ago? They were like litres they were, they were like up to your, uh, your knee or something like that uh, and put all the coins in there. Uh, and you can save thousands of pounds uh, over months or uh, uh, the low years just with pounds and 50p's and change. So what I do is I save the pounds, the 50p's, the change, and then um, in big lumps, I'll bank them or I'll spend them on Krugerrands, which is gold coins, which is a good um, store of money. Or I might use them to um, like help um, get the kids paid and put some money in the kids' bank accounts, etc. Uh, and then the same with fivers. I always um, save all my fivers and then buy gold coins, Krugerrands with them because they're, they're an effective store of value. And again, you're giving yourself the perception that you have less money than you do, which means you have more money than you think you have. And when you have less money than you think you have, you go out and push to earn more money because you have this vacuum law of prosperity where you have, have a void that you feel like you need to fill and you go and hustle a bit more. When your bank goes down, your panic goes up and you go out there and hustle a bit more and earn more money. So you, you're almost tricking yourself into doing this. Now, Mark, my business partner, he has this devilishly tricky little chick, trick that he does on me. Cheeky little trick. Let me speak English. Um, so Mark and I have a red flag in the company when it goes under, let's say, three million quid, give or take. Uh, and we're like, oh, OK, that's a, that cash flow is not um, as high as we'd like. It might run the, but run the burn rate or the, the monthly running um, cash flow we have to under our monthly buffer, i.e. it might hit six months or something like that. And that might for us be a red flag. 
i.e. enough money in the bank to survive six months at current overhead with no extra sales. So what Mark does is he hives off money into different savings accounts and he doesn't often tell me. So I'll go and log in and we're like, bloody hell, I've got £400,000 in the business current account. Shit, they're going, you know, make a launch, go and make some money, bring a couple of million in or whatever. Uh, and, and, but it, he's, he's lobbed one and a half million pounds in a savings account or, or, or something like that that he didn't tell me about, Allied Irish or some sort of hidden um, bank account somewhere. Now, he doesn't do it all the time, but I know he does play games on me and I've got his number now. So I ask him for an update on all the savings accounts balances as well as the current account balances. But if you think about it, that's quite a nifty little trick. It's almost like gaming yourself into going out there and earning more money. Because while I've got 12 quick fire money tips to save and make you money, um, one of them could just be go and earn more money. You know, go and do overtime, go and set up your side hustle, go and increase your sales and marketing. Um, and that's, again, what a lack of money can create that energy and that urgency and that hustle and that resourcefulness to go and do that. Now, by the way, an additional one here is you don't want to leave huge amounts of money in your current account or even a one savings account because there are some pretty elaborate money schemes and scams at the moment. So Mark doesn't like really more than, say, £400,000 in, um, in our business current accounts, maybe half a million, which will cover, you know, three, four weeks of cash flow. He likes to then put the rest into one savings account and he doesn't like that being over a few hundred grand. Then he likes to put some into another savings account. He, he manages his own money like that and he advises me to do that. So if you've got decent amounts of money, that's um, something else you want to think about. OK, the next thing then is get a credit card like American Express where the rewards are really good. Now, some of them, the rewards are a bit crap and they're made to look good and you end up just spending more money. So don't um, fall into that trap. But uh, I use American Express and they have um, air miles. And Mark and I often get a couple of first class seats and maybe three business class seats or, or each, i.e. me and him and then maybe even our, our family. Uh, per year with the amount that we spend on the um, American Express. Uh, and, and we don't spend more money because that is the trick that they're kind of trying to lure you into. We just spend the money we otherwise would have spent on our current account. But Mark books some 360 days in advance. He usually get first class or business for a few hundred quid, um, basically just paying the taxes. And he'll, he might get one for his wife and his, um, his son and then his, his um, mum and his stepdad. And he might do that a couple of times a year. And, and the same for me. So if you do, or you are spending a bit of money every month, get an Amex car, get a British uh, Airways, Air Miles. Now, Mark's done some really good content on, on this. Mark is a really, really, really um, great little hacker. So listen to his podcast, um, Mark My Words, and he's done a whole episode on the whole British um, Airways American Express um, reward scheme. And he's gamed it so good. He had over a million um, Avios points. So he had a million, not a million pounds, but a million worth of this currency at one point. OK, the next thing is when you go out in there and you see nice clothes, um, make sure that you then wait and for, wait for the 40 percent cent sale or the 50 percent sale or the 60 percent sale. Um, wait for them to go into the sale. Now, every now and again, it's nice to treat yourself, isn't it? And buy something special. And what you don't want to do is if it is really nice and you'd think they'd all be sold out, miss it. But often it will go on eBay a, a six months after that. So do save searches on eBay when you find the clothes that you really like and wait for the sales for, for the other clothes. Um, you'll rarely miss anything uh, and 40 or 50 or 60 percent off um, will make a huge difference, you know, when you roll up all the clothes you buy in your life. Also, uh, like I am a bit of a clothes buying addict and I've bought so many clothes over the years. Um, and what I've tried to learn to do is only buy something if it's going to I'm going to have it for 10 or 20 years, um, i.e. if it's a piece that I might not wear that much, but I know will be timeless 
or if I know it's really good quality and therefore it's not going to um, get damaged in the wash or anything like that. Um, so that because look, you don't mind paying, paying a bit of money for clothes if you know it's going to last 10 or 20 years. But if you're buying expensive stuff or stuff and then you just, you know, because sometimes cheap stuff is more expensive because you're replacing it every two or three months. I have these, I get Hugo Boss and Armani t-shirts um, for the disruptive uh, printed brand. And well, I, I get the 30 quid one, something like that. And some people say, well, that's quite a lot for a t-shirt. Um, they actually only last about six months to a year worth of washing and then they go out of shape and they go really short. But if you buy a, a 10 quid one, that'll last three or four weeks. So actually, sometimes it is better to buy quality, but buy them again in the sale. Um, there's always the January sales, isn't there? There's the mid-season sales. Just get tipped off and subscribe to when the sales come in. Okay, the next one is every birthday, every Christmas, every anniversary, anytime anyone buys you anything, request either vouchers or things that you would really value. So I have had a bit of a problem in my life. It's a, it's a first world problem, but I'm being honest. But people always say to me, Rob, I'd never know what to buy for you. What do you buy someone who has everything or buys everything for themselves? And people have had problems in the past buying me stuff. Um, but if they get me vouchers for vinyl um, or if they get me certain things that I, I know I'm going to buy in value, maybe flying lessons. I actually am I'm, I'm a trained pilot. Um, but, you know, when I was uh, doing my flying lessons, what, seven years ago? Uh, that, that's something that they could have bought me so, so that there's less wastage. And it's not, by the way, about telling everyone to buy you stuff. It's just that there's less wastage. I really don't like wastage. I'd rather not be bought anything than buy something that's going to be wasted or not used. OK, the next thing is go around your house every three to six months and have a regular clear out. Sell all the good stuff on eBay and anything that you don't think you're going to get much. Go and take it to the charity, charity shop. Exercise the law of vacuum prosperity, which means you, um, if you want to create more into your life, you have to create a void to do that. So get rid of the hoarding, get rid of all the stuff. I'll buy vinyl and then if I find I don't list to it, I'll go and sell it again or I'll give it to gifts for someone just to keep that flow moving. Or if the recording's maybe not that great uh, and I just think it's nice to keep things moving around. I think, of course, there's a financial element, uh, but there's also a kind of a spiritual and, a, and, and like an energetic element as well. Uh, OK, next then is to have a direct debit. And on the day you get paid or the day after, probably safer, is save and never touch money and pay yourself first money and investment money and hire them off direct debit into different accounts because most people are paying themselves last and there's never anything left because they're paying all their bills and expenses and everyone first. There's a golden rule of money, which was in, the, in um, Richest Man in Babylon, which was written more than 100 years ago, I think. And that is pay yourself first. How are we doing for time, by the way? We're going to hit 12 minutes, aren't we? We're going to do this. 10 minutes, 26. Shit, better get cracking. Um, max your ISAs every year. So your ISA is your tax-free savings allowance. Uh, that's about uh, 15 grand currently a year. So make sure you put money into that every single year um, because they're now ISA millionaires. Uh, and because it's tax-free, it rolls up and the compounding is significant. Uh, next one is if you um, have any trips, um, you know, maybe you want to go away and see some places, but you could do a public speech or you could do a, um, you know, a property um, trip um, and you could merge it in with your business as well then you could offset a decent amount of that. Now, check with your accountant because, um, you know, you've got to get this accurate. But, you know, of, of course, if you're having meetings, there's subsistence, subs subsistence that you could pay. Um, and if you're going and doing various viewings of properties or public speaking, etc., then a good amount of that could be offset. And essentially, you merge in a, um, a, 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 a semi-holiday with a work trip. It's a really good way to save a lot of money because holidays are very expensive. Um, the next thing is only buy assets or liabilities that don't go down too much or at least hold in value. So try and merge your passion and profession. So I buy watches, but I buy watches that either don't go down in value or have gone down in value to the bottom of their depreciation curve to my experience and research. 
or I might even go up in value. I love Audemars Piguet. I love Patek Philippe. Um, and I'd rather buy, spend a bit more on a watch like that over and above a slightly more affordable one, but that'd go down in value. Uh, and I've made a lot of money as a percentage um, and as an actual, but more as a percentage on my watches over the years. And I've sort of um, fed my huge passion for buying watches. You know, you can obviously buy equipment like your podcast recorders and like your phones and laptops and everything. You can buy that through your company as a company expense. You can buy a car three or five years old or get the right car on a lease, which is cheaper than a purchase. And my hi-fi equipment here. So I bought those speakers X demonstration. So I got £12,000 off them and they were um, pretty much new. That, that record deck there, um, I don't know if you can see it. But I bought that secondhand, so that was about 50% off. If I sold that, I'd probably get the nine odd grand I paid for it. But with all the upgrades, that was probably nearly 20 grand. Um, so really, I'm just uh, essentially holding money in those. They'll virtually not go down. My last pair of speakers, I, they were 12 and a half grand new. I paid seven for them. I sold them for eight. So I got paid to basically had rent-free speakers um, for about three years, and I got cash back. Imagine having rent-free possessions and getting cash back when you sell them. Now, it doesn't work perfectly every time. Um, those pictures up there have gone up in value because I, I, um, I bought from an artist who was you know, on the rise uh, and he was in the public eye, pure evil, who I've interviewed for my podcast, a disruptive entrepreneur. So if you have that mindset about a lot of the things that you buy and you do, then, OK, sometimes you're going to get it wrong and lose a bit of money, but you're going to minimise the capital depreciation. And my business partner, Mark Homer, is very good at managing money. He says, preserve capital at all costs. Um, all right. And then final one then is in my book, Money, I have a, a money bucketing system, which is all your income streams and all the different expenses and savings and investments you have, how to apportion as a percentage your money across them to maximize your growth and your compounding. So why don't you go and listen or read my book, Money, and get that money bucketing system out of there. And that will help you make, manage and master money much better. All right, great. So summary then of the 12 quickfire money tips to save and make money. One is have a separate account to put your tax, your VAT, your corp tax, your personal tax and any big expenses in it so you don't get a shock. Two is when you get notes, spend them and save the fivers and the change. And then you could convert them into savings or you could convert them into investments or convert them into um, gold coins, etc. Um, the next one is get a credit card with something like American Express where the rewards are really good, like the Air Miles, uh, the Avios. Get clothes in the sales or even later on eBay, put a safe search in for the specific clothes you really like and any other items that would usually depreciate. Request gifts and vouchers for Xmas birthday, anniversaries, etc., which are going to be useful to you. Or you could then give honest gifts to others rather than that, then they'd be dead or useless. Have regular clear outs and selling of your possessions and things you don't use uh, to raise some money back and also to create the vacuum law of prosperity and give some away to charity regularly. I think it's a really good thing to do. Next is have direct debits into your savings the day after your um, wages go in uh, and the, um, uh, your investments uh, and make sure that you pay yourself first, not last. Next one is max your ISAs every year. You can get a Hargreaves Lansdowne account, set up yourself, self-invest in your ISA for virtually no fees. Uh, and um, yeah, max your 15 grand every year uh, and that will compound significantly. Merge your trips away uh, personally with your business if you can do some business excursions to save your money on your holidays. Speak to your accountant about what you can and can't claim. That's very important to get that right. Buy assets or liabilities that either drop down the least or at the bottom of their depreciation curve or might even go up in value. Like I have some of my hi-fi equipment and my watches and my cars. I bought a um, Ferrari Testarossa. Um, I reckon that's gone up 25 grand in the year to 18 months we've had it, give or take. Um, maybe minor selling costs. 
Uh, and then use my money bucketing system in my book money, which you can find on Audible, Amazon, and, and most bookshops. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. That was 12 minutes plus a summary, so pretty much hit the target. Uh, and have a great day. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.